What is going on, everyone, folks, fellas, falas for the woman out there? This is hardly any hesitation. Uh, I guess it's going to be a solo show at the moment. I know that normally Tuesdays are reserved specifically for our sports, you know, staple show. But at the moment, a uh, little scheduling conflict. But I wanted to get an episode out there to you. So, as always, I am so. And I'm going to be hitting you with... Uh, just a short little snippet today. It's going to be about Bucks, Suns. Of course, the NBA Finals are tonight. I'm recording this about three hours before the game starts. Uh, it starts at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time? I don't, I don't know. I don't, whatever it is on the West Coast over here. So, we're going to get right into it. What bets we're going to be taking. Where's your best bang for your dollar? Uh... Where can you fleece Vegas or fleece your local sports book? So let's get right into it. The Bucks in this game, and I believe Giannis is 100% confirmed to be out at the moment at least. Um, on Bleacher Report, as of right now, it says confirmed out. We'll see. Obviously, you know, things can change. Uh, we kind of got screwed on Trey Young being out. Way late notification on that, like 10 minutes before the game. Really ruined our bet um, when the Hawks were playing the Bucks, but... Nevertheless, the Bucks are, um, according to most sports books, a plus five and a half underdog. Suns are minus five and a half, and I'm I'm gonna be real honest. I think this, especially this first game, where you know both teams haven't really uh, you know figured each other out while they're still trying to figure each other out. They met twice in the regular seasons. Both games were determined by less than a point. So I think that shows that these teams are very evenly matched. Their uh, their players and their personnel match up well. Their coaching matches up well. Uh, if I'm being honest, the best bang for your buck this game is going to be the Bucks money line, or if you want to play it safer, Bucks point spread. I think with this the Suns team, and I know so much has been made about Chris Paul being his first Finals and and how great he's been playing. I think there's going to be some. I wouldn't call it rust, maybe just apprehension from the Suns. So many of these guys that are out there, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul even you can consider, have not been in the spotlight this big ever in their career. Um, neither have the Bucks players, to be fair, but at least the Bucks for, you know, what, three or four years now have been title contenders. They've been there. Obviously, there's been some disappointments with Giannis in the playoffs, but corrected that this season. Giannis being out, I feel like the Bucks still have, even though you wouldn't call it true, you know, veteran experience, I feel like the expectation for this team for the past four years has been playoffs, where the Suns is kind of this new thing, this new burst of youthful energy led by Chris Paul and this, you know, culmination of all these great pieces coming together. Um, I just still, I think that the Suns aren't going to be this world-breaking team in the first game, even without Giannis. So I think the money here at plus 190 as of now for the Bucks to win just outright is probably the best bang for your buck. I I don't foresee a scenario where 
this game is a blowout, where it's going to be by more than six points, say. So if if I'm NBA better, which I am, and we got in on this money line pretty early. We're we took Bucks plus two twenty, uh, just money line, just not even that we're sure that the Bucks are going to win. But in terms of if you want to make some money tonight, you're going to have to take some risk here, and the risk the the better risk here is taking the Bucks. I know it's at Phoenix. I just think there's going to be some trepidation. I don't think the Suns come out and play as hot as they can be. I think this game is going to be a feel out game. I think there's a lot of a lot of piece, there's too many variables in this being the first finals games for Chris Paul and that young crew that I just think there's going to be, you know, just a little tightness amongst the players. Not enough oomph if that makes any sense. I hope I'm making sense out here. So, bang it real quick. This is going to be a Haas certified pick. Bucks money line or Bucks plus five and a half. Cash it in. Fleece your local sports book. Now, if we're talking about uh, over-unders, a uh, very popular way to also win some money. Um, if you wanted to take the Suns, I would probably look at the over-unders about 219 and a half. So, man, I think my new rule for NBA Finals or NBA Playoff games is that take the over the first couple games. Or, shoot. Yeah, probably the, the I think so the Hawks Bucks series where we're betting heavy, uh the over cleared all but I think one or two games maybe, even without Trey Young and Giannis, you know, towards the end there. So uh, I it's hard it's tricky to tell with teams that are uh, pretty good at scoring, you know, an offensive heavy whether or not cuz all it takes is one guy has an off night and all of a sudden 20 points aren't there which would normally be there and then all of a sudden you're looking at a a 100 point game 100 to 105 say instead of a 120 to 105 type of game you know what i mean if you're just miss if you just have one guy that's off it could be an under circumstance uh for an over as high as 219 that's 110 a piece essentially mm Probably for today's game, I lean on the over just because I think Chris Middleton is going to be a the the positive Chris Middleton that he has been in recent games, and I think that will help elevate the Bucks. Plus, I just think there's going to be a, a lot of easy baskets when they're still feeling each other out, trying to figure out the defensive scheme, trying to figure out what they want to do on offense, Chris Paul feeling everything out, although... I'm worried about the Suns' pace in the first game. If Chris Paul is going to use this as a feel-it-out game, potentially the pace is going to be slow. That was the thing about betting over on the Hawks. They play at such a breakneck speed. I mean, everything is fast break, transition, get the ball out in front. And especially how Trey Young plays where he'll lob up a 40-footer if he feels like it. So those are easier bets where the Suns could be looking at, you know, taking over the mid-range game. Same with the Bucks for the most part. So... It's going to be a little bit tricky on the over-under. I'd probably hesitantly, with hardly any hesitation, lean towards the under this game. But I wouldn't be mad if you went either way. That's kind of you know the point of over-under. It's a coin flip, really. So I'd lean under, hesitant on the over, but you do you. You know, uh, That's not going to be a Haas certified. There's no ka-ching on that. The ka-ching was for the Bucks plus five and a half or Bucks money line. That's a ka-ching. Bank it. Set it home. Tell your mom about it. Put your put your financial future in jeopardy for it.
That's all I'm saying. Now, let's look at some interesting player props for this game. Uh, we have Chris Paul here, and I believe the so points over under is going to be only 20. If your sports book lets you bet this, which ours sometimes does, sometimes doesn't, it's kind of sketch. Um, man, I think over 20 is probably, man, they, they make these lines so solid. I think Chris Paul probably hits over 20 in terms of points. If you're looking at more like a total points, assists, rebounds, one of those uh, type of props, then maybe you go with... Maybe you go with, uh, obviously, they probably said around like 37. I would probably take the over on that. I think Chris Paul, uh, he's going to be, you know, I think he's going to be pushing it in terms of what he wants to do on offense. I think you can expect him, even if he's not, you know, um, up to his standards of performance, I think you can expect, expect him to still be pretty fairly aggressive. And I think that's important for games like this. Um, also you have, um, some interesting props with, um, with some other players like a Chris Middleton. Obviously he's been getting a lot of looks on the prop sheet lately because Giannis is out, uh, his over under points, 26 and a half. I'm hesitant to say under on this just because I think the Suns are too smart to let Chris Middleton be the guy that beats them. I think if if anybody goes off in today's game, it might if if the Bucks win today's game, I think it's going to be with the other players stepping up. It's not going to be just Chris Middleton stepping in there and and being all world like like we've seen him be in some of these more recent games. I think that it's going to take yeah, just it's going to take the Bucks remaining crew to really step up and be and be who Chris Middleton and Giannis needs them to be. Obviously, we hope that Giannis comes back soon. I mean, who wants to see a finals without probably almost undisputed the best the best player in the left in the playoffs? I mean, Chris Paul deserves all his props, but let's be real. Greek Freak is a different level of athlete and basketball player and he makes the game exciting. The highlight plays, the you know, the dunks, the transition moves. It's just I, I really need I need him to come back. I, I, I truly do. I need him to be Giannis and to be healthy. I'm so grateful that he didn't end up missing the entire season just because, man, could you imagine right now we're in a finals without Giannis? Like, after all that torment that, that the media gave him and uh, I gave him too for not being able to shoot and then, you know, gets injured, they finally beat the Hawks, and then all of a sudden, oh, well, Giannis is out for the rest of the year. I'm just, I talked about this with uh, Billy earlier in the week. It's pretty It's pretty amazing that Giannis didn't end up hurting his knee worse. If you watch the injury, it looks, to my eyes at least, and I'm, you know, casual sports medicine type dude just because working out and stuff, it kind of kind of get into stuff like that but when I tore my MCL it went inward when I tore my MCL in high school and MCLs are not as serious they heal by themselves um, you know unless they're completely torn from the ligament and then uh, then you might have to have surgery but the ACL even a slight tear won't heal by itself uh, and the ACL is the outward position so the way Giannis's knee bent man I for sure thought it was ACL gone and that would have really sucked. I, I'm glad that he's here. And I'm glad that he's 
or he's not playing tonight, but I'm glad that he's the chance to at least get, you know, perhaps the last five games in the series if this goes six. Uh, in terms of overall projections, if I were going for who I think is going to win the finals and going to hold up that trophy at the end, I think that, man, I'm so hesitant because I'm torn. As a as a casual basketball fan, I am a casual one. I'm not an advanced guy, and I'll put that out there anytime. You know, you can always question my basketball acumen. I have no problem with it. But as a basketball fan, I, I like Giannis. I think he's such a hard worker. He's a good guy. He has this personality and characteristics of him that you just don't see in a lot of superstar athletes. I mean, he's willing to outwork everyone in the room, even achieving all that he's achieved. And it's, you know, it's admirable. And I, I think everyone should strive to be that type of dude. You want to be the best at your position. And once you're the best at your position, you're back-to-back MVP, your defensive player of the year, you're still in there grinding. And I think that's so, you know, admirable. Um, so that being said about Giannis, but then I have Chris Paul on the other hand. Chris Paul's always been, you know, I've never had an issue with Chris Paul. I've never been the biggest fanboy of Chris Paul. I like him more because I like his style of play. I like the true point guard role that he steps into. Uh, I never bought it when people are saying he's hard to work with or he's annoying to have on your team. I mean, it's just obvious. Every team that he's been on, he improves. It's it's the LeBron effect to a lesser degree. And it's only to a lesser degree, I would I would think, that it's because LeBron's body, you know. Like, I think Chris Paul in LeBron's body, you know, you switch the two, just the body athleticism, same brains in either. And I think Chris Paul does similar to what LeBron does. If you give him a healthy, all-time athlete, bo- athletic body, Chris Paul might be a LeBron James. And if you put LeBron in a Chris Paul's body who's more fragile and you know not as big or as athletic or dynamic, I think he does a similar thing. Like I think they're one and the same. It's just that LeBron's athleticism and... His what his body allows him to do in terms of scoring and being that freight train in the paint, I think that that is really like the difference between those type of players. They can just they can just see the game differently than than the rest of us, and they can dictate and pace a game better than anyone in the NBA. And that helps so much when you, and it comes to playoffs. That's so important. Uh, it's like the and I brought this up before, it's like having a a home run hitter as a running back, say like, you know, like a Saquon Barkley, where you think of more like explosive dynamic plays versus you get a guy like Zeke when he was good or when he was, you know, fell off from his rookie or his rookie year, he was explosive. But when Zeke got bigger, you know, he was still chunking five, six yards a clip there. And Although you weren't seeing the highlight 60-yard runs or the bursts or the hurdles anymore, it was like, what actually helps you win a game more? If you scored on every every 12th, 13th run because you broke out an 80-yarder, or if you could get the ball 20 times a game and you could chunk 5 yards a pop and you could burn the clock, you could dictate the pace, you could do what you want to do on offense and completely dictate how you wanted it to happen. It just... It's, I guess, different styles of thinking. I'm more on the side that I think being able to dictate the game is 
is is more important than you know like I argued KD isn't the playmaker that Chris Paul LeBron are and so it impacts his ability to dictate how games play out all-time scorer better scorers than both of them in terms of just pure shooting and his jump shot and you know all that but if you're just looking at dictating game and why I think KD can't lead a team the same way LeBron or or Chris Paul can it's because he he's not that playmaker he's not that guy you are you that guy pal uh, I'm not that guy you know one of those so look I think that's it I'm if I'm gonna be picking any team to win the finals I do think the Suns probably win it um but man, I really hope Giannis get one because I don't know when the Bucks will be back here. I don't know how long they can keep any stars or attract any stars to help out Giannis or any you know decent role players to help out Giannis you know there in Milwaukee. So while both teams deserve it, I think I would lean more towards Suns. Um, but man, I got a soft spot in my heart for Giannis. So you know maybe I'm wrong. I I don't necessarily hope that I'm wrong. It's just the way I feel. I think Suns in six or seven and I think Chris Paul if the Suns win gets finals MVP if the Bucks win interestingly I think Chris Middleton probably get the MVP uh just because Giannis might miss two or three uh, let's hope for only one game but if he misses two games then how could you win finals MVP missing two so I think that's going to wrap up our quick little segment show here uh we're going to get back to you with a, a full sports show coming up here soon just trying to work out some schedules and I just want to say thank you guys for being patient for, with us. Um, a lot of like the steam and the the momentum that I felt like we were gaining kind of got messed up with our, our schedules and, and what has been going on in our personal lives. So it's just it's nice to see that some people that people are still coming back and listening. And I mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart, like even just one extra even that one person that listens week to week is really like, you don't know how much that means in terms of motivating us to keep going and keep doing it. Cause it'd be so easy at points when we're, when our schedules don't align or, or we have stuff going on, personal problems, family issues, and just say, well, I don't have to record this week, but we always strive to give you guys a recording each and every week because we do, we're thinking about the, person that's going to miss the show it's going to be thinking about where where is the episode i thought tuesday is the day supposed to be sports today so i just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart uh we have yet to release the giveaway info but we're going to be doing so very soon uh check us out on instagram at hardly any hesitation twitter at hotcast and subscribe to apple podcast uh yeah so you never miss a show uh i've been so um Real cap, r- recap real quick. Bucks, money line, bang it in, and that'll do it. I'll catch y'all on the flippity flip. Thank you for listening to Hardly Any Hesitation.